heads up before we drop down into the practice is that you might like to have some props around you. And we're not all in a yoga studio where we have the official bolster and the official blocks, and that's not a problem at all. And grab some pillows and cushions and blankets and towels and just have um, props around you so that if, if some propping will help you to feel more steady in the practice then they're available. I met with a friend this morning who wants to design a logo for me and she asked me, she gave me this sheet of paper and asked me to pick a pen, she had all the colors, <laughs> and then to write down all the words of how I want people to feel after practicing. And um, it was a really beautiful project. How do I want us to walk away from this experience of togetherness? And a lot of the words were like grounded, centered, connected, happy, free, joyful. Um, so especially in the in-practice, using props can help us to feel those ways, so don't ever be shy. And we'll start today in Siza, or relaxation pose. The soles of feet are to the earth. The knees might be parallel or might drop in towards each other, depending on what's comfortable and easeful for the body. You can experiment. The arms might be to the side, palms facing up, or maybe elbows bent with palms to the belly, to the ribs. Scan the body. Notice where you feel connection to the earth, where you feel separation. I love yin yoga for the complementary effect that it has with our more yang lifestyle and the yang yoga practices that many of us do. And ideally we have both. We have both energies. Not just one. Not just the other. Yin is the more feminine, more receptive, lunar quality. And yang refers to the more active, striving, generally considered masculine energy. And from a physical point of view, there are aspects of the body that are more yin, like the connective tissue is more yin, and aspects that are more yang, the mus musculature. Connective tissues take on many different forms within the body. The tissue that holds the bones together, the muscles to the bones, and the internal organs in place. It's a web that forms and connects all aspects of the human body. tissue has its own intelligence and memory. It's listening and remembering every thought and every experience.
And some say that our nadis, our meridians, channels in which our energy flows through the body are located inside this tissue, in the connective tissue. And on its own, as we age, as we grow older, it shrinks, dries up and becomes tight. So we find ways to keep it juicy. Begin to observe your breath here. And I'll encourage throughout the practice an awareness of breath we could describe as coherent breath. I'll give one technique that works for me and you're always welcome to modify in any way that allows you to feel integrated, equipoised. Here's one model. You'll breathe in for four, and breathe out for four. And doing your best to create the situation where the inhale and the exhale pass the same quantity of air. the mind becomes engaged in all the grappling noise of regular thought, you can simply come back to that coherent breath. Breathing in, two, three. Breathing out, two, three. Humans have climbed thousands of feet to the top of Mount Everest, the highest place on earth, and descended even further to the deepest place on earth, the bottom of the Mariana Trench on the Pacific Ocean. They've journeyed into the infinite void of outer space and sent a space probe to fly by Pluto and its moons, Charon, Nix, and Hydra. our own personal life, we also continually try to push back our frontiers. But there remains always one frontier so close to us that we rarely think to cross far beyond it. When we look for new experiences, we're in the habit of reaching out into the world. But few ever turn in the opposite direction explore the vast territory within. Thus, when we travel to another city or country, we rarely venture far from where we truly are, our familiar state of being. Whatever we see and hear and smell, we interpret through our existing perspective. 
troubled by something, we take our troubles with us. In the end, wherever we go, we only encounter ourselves. So this practice that we're settling into of yin yoga, it's a meditative practice of reconnection and surrender. Because when events occur in our lives that are beyond normal human experience, we often see no choice but to disconnect. Disconnect from society, from our family, from our body, even from our own heart. And yin yoga is a way to begin to reconnect. First we reconnect with our body. We could say that accepting ourselves as we are is the, the first step. Allowing ourselves to be in the posture just the way we are. It's a way of acknowledging our body and its wisdom. By allowing the time to sit down quietly and listen to our body, we can connect. The quiet of the yin yoga postures, we can create a space for this. Today, this sequence is geared towards opening the chest, shoulders, the spiritual heart. The meridians that we'll work with are the heart, lung, and small intestine. And before we progress any further, I just really want to emphasize and highlight that anything I offer is a suggestion. We each have a different body. So if at any time you're experiencing numbness or tingling or sharp sensation, or the feeling that this just isn't for me, then please mindfully, easefully come out, back off. You can wave at me or type something in the chat and we'll find a solution. Use as many props as feels beneficial to find yourself in a place of steadiness, trust, and stillness. Because stillness really provides the key that unlocks the benefit of the in-practice, allowing the nervous system to relax and the benefit to unfold. Please, easefully and mindfully, lift your body to an upright position, and we'll arrive together with the sounding of Om, feeling the breath pass in fully, expanding the ribs. You can wet your lips with your tongue, and then swallow, allowing the vocal folds and the throat to relax and warm up. Deep breath in for all.
together today take us through the peaks and valleys of our own self and that we can remember who we truly are and with that memory live from that the mood of service towards the benefit of all living beings we'll set up for a reclined butterfly with a support you might choose to use blocks but you might choose something softer could roll a blanket or stack some pillows. And you'll bring that underneath the chest so that there's a slight expansion across the chest, but you do want the head supported. So if you're lifting the chest very high, maybe the head doesn't meet the earth, and you bring another support under the head. That the head is supported by something, whether it's the earth or a prop. And you might grab some more blankets or even rolled up sweatshirts to come right underneath the knees. The soles of feet are together, knees wide, but having some support underneath either the knees or the thighs can actually help the groin to release a bit further. We call this reclined butterfly or supta bhadakonasana the chest elevated, the head supported, soles of feet together with knees falling out to the sides. And using as many props here as feels supportive underneath the thighs. Or if that even supported feels like too much pressure, you could extend the legs long. And this pose helps to support opening in the upper body, but also your hips. If it is comfortable, allow your eyes to close or just the gaze to soften. And let the breathing become coherent, conscious breath, breathing all the way up into your chest, into your belly, down into your pelvis, 
front of the body and also the back side, the back of the heart, back of the lower back. Notice and feel where breath is most needed, where space is most needed. for a relaxing and releasing of muscular tension. Allowing your body to rest. Observing where the resistances to rest come up. And inviting that full release and relaxation. to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. Your task is not to seek for love. to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it.
softly and mindfully. Let yourself roll over to one side in order to remove any props from the legs and from the back. And then for just a minute, come to lay on the back, legs extended long, and practice Shavasana. Allowing for release. through the cat and cow spine. Let your breath and the movement of the spine link. Breathing in opens the chest, lifts the head and lifts the tail. And the exhale moves in the opposite direction, tail dropping, chest lifting, rib cage expanding in the back body. Notice if there's a tendency to find rhythm or pulse or speed. Invite a more exploratory quality. Feeling into the spine, articulating each of those vertebrae as they expand in the front and contract in the back. And then they contract in the front and expand in the back. Observe the coherent breath. Four counts in, expanding one side. Four counts out, expanding the other. Allow, if you wish, the shape to become a bit more exploratory. Some side curving comes into it. Maybe one or the other elbow drop. Maybe you find a new space in the ribs to send the breath. Move slowly. Feel free even to circle the hips if the body calls for it. Beautiful way to warm the spine. Blocks 
where if blocks aren't available, a chair or the edge of your couch, something a little bit higher than the earth yourself. You'll sit back in the heels for child seat, but with the arms elevated, either on the blocks or the chair or the couch, so that the chest has some space to sink down, stacked bolsters or pillow. If the child seat shape hurts the top of the foot, you roll a towel or a blanket underneath the ankle to support. If it feels tight, let the knees come wider so the belly could sink. Finding a nice stretch through the shoulders without forcing or jamming. Open the door to the study and begin reading. Take down a musical instrument. Let the beauty of what you love be what you do. There are a thousand ways to kneel and kiss the ground. There are a thousand ways to go home again. what you love, be what you do. There are a thousand ways to kneel and kiss the ground. There are a thousand ways to go home again.
props aside, or back away from the couch or chair. And we're gonna come directly into Anahatasen. This pose is called Melting Heart. It gently stretches the chest. Walk the hands slightly forward, keeping the hips right on top of the knees. Not letting the hips sink back or move too far forward. And begin to let the chest sink to the floor, melting heart, gently stretching the chest, benefiting the heart and lung meridians. Invite that you breathe deeply into this stretch. And remember to back off if you feel any stress in your shoulders or any tingling sensation. To put a little more fire, you're welcome to tent up onto the fingertips. And let the chest sink down, even as the forearms lift away from the Responsibility for others means to be selfless. At times we put aside even our own well-being and desires as secondary and think primarily of what is best for the persons who are looking to us because we are all leaders, to one extent or another. We all have our sphere of influence, and the greater sphere of influence. The greater our sphere is, the greater our responsibility is. Or as Rumi would say, stop acting so small. Are the universe in ecstatic motion. Stop acting so small. You are the universe in ecstatic motion.
come back up onto the hands and the knees. And we'll have another minute of exploring that cat and cow just to neutralize. And then let the hips settle back into a regular child seat. Bringing the hands next to the feet. Allowing a few very, very deep breaths for a rebound effect. So, for this next one, if you don't have a traditional yoga block, grabbing a can or something about the height of the block that you could use in its place would be great. And you can fold the mat or even put a blanket, a little more softness, over and come for a subscapular release. We'll start on the left side and get that block right into below the armpit. Your hand can support the head. You'll feel a trigger point just underneath the armpit that brings some heating sensation. And you're welcome to move a little forward and back until you find that trigger point. It's a meridian for the heart and lung. You can rest the head in the left hand. The knees can slightly bend to help with balance or be more extended for a little more strengthening. Begin to surrender. Breathe into the sensation. If we're irritated by every rub, how will the mirror be polished?
these journeys are not always physical. Often there are those that occur within us. When we experience a profound shift in perception, or when some of the limits of our ordinary perception fall away, this is the dawning of the real adventure. of discovery consists not in seeking new landscapes but in having new eyes little extra movement as is needed you can remove the block and come to lay on the back the practice of shavasana experiencing perhaps the imbalance one side from the other at this moment in time set up for the second side, bringing the prop to the mat and rolling the mat over. You could even use a blanket over that for some more softness or not, for more edge. Finding that point of heat under the right armpit experimenting until you find it, allowing the head to fall and rest in the right hand, knees bent for more support or more elongated for some strengthening. your coherent breath 
journey is like exploring another country or another lifestyle only become valuable when they lead to some inner awakening. The real aim of any voyage is to look more deeply at our own self. Allowing this time to explore our own perceptual world. After all, it is by far the most important kingdom we've each inherited. time to investigate, we see how it's largely a kingdom of our own creation. Understanding this kingdom at a deeper level helps us understand who we are. satisfied with stories, how things have gone with others. Unfold your own myth. Unfold your own myth. Please come gently to rest on your backs. Scanning and observing the sensation in this physical body, mental body. body energetic body this kingdom of the self
eyes soft or even closed. Please come to roll over on your belly and lift up for Sphinx. Resting on the elbows and forearms. The elbows right underneath the shoulders, or if that's too much, then move them a little bit forward. Relax your face. And look ahead of you. Not down, so you're not inviting tension the back of the neck. But relax the eyes and the gaze. It's comfortable. Relax your legs. See if the buttocks could relax. I feel a mild compression in the low back, but if it's too intense, then back off of it by moving the arms forward, lowering down a little bit. with the breath. Four counts in, filling up, feeling the expanse, feeling how the belly expands down into the earth. And four counts out, feeling how you soften, perhaps yield further. Ancient texts of India describe the self as self-luminous. This is because consciousness shines by its own light and illuminates the world. We, the light of consciousness, are brighter than the sun and all of the stars. Without that inner light of perception, our perceptual world would be filled with ineffable darkness. Self is the light of lights.
yourself lengthen and release down. And now slide the forearms to make a pillow of the hands and rest on your left cheek. The gaze to the right. And from there, coming into Spider-Man, you're going to bend the right knee and slide the right knee up in line with your hip. And from there, bring your ankle out in line with your knee. If there's tension, always welcome to use props or have the foot a little closer, easing off a bit. image of dropping or releasing or lifting, the most dra dramatic shifts in our perception occur when all the veils lift or drop and we have the vision of truth. And then we know that we're really all that exists source. We are one, we are that. Jnana Yoga aims at this direct perception. That's why in Ramayana, Hanuman is said to have this perfect vision, and it comes from his faith, Shraddha. Faith is the origin of five essential levels of spiritual practice. Hanuman is a manifestation of faith that gives us strength. Transforms us. Leads us through the experience of samadhi towards, towards wisdom.
sure you've all heard this idea that we don't observe our universe because it exists. Our universe exists because we're observing it. If you were to erase the conscious observer, all that remains is energy and flux, devoid of meaning or sense. It's we who give sense and purpose to our universe. We decide whether something is valuable or not, significant or not. We create order and meaning in our world through the words and ideas we've inherited and learned to use, which are simply free creations of the mind. color our world with attitudes and prejudices. The world we know and are so familiar with is ultimately a world of our own making. of that we each inhabit distinct worlds. What I perceive in my world will differ from what you perceive in yours. And when my perceptual world begins to shrink and collapse with sickness or old age, then yours might still be expanding with vitality and confidence of youth. When mine is filled with suffering or pain, yours might be brimming with happiness and abundance. When mine is a desolate wasteland, yours might be a fertile valley of opportunity and hope. In other words, two people can look at the exact same thing and see something totally different. Even this shape that we're in. And this is because the world we experience is not the only world that there is. the left and lift it back up onto sphinx onto the forearms and you're welcome to repeat another round here in sphinx or if you want to take it a little further into the body lift the elbows and come up onto the hands coming into seal And see how the hands are slightly wider than the shoulders and turned out a little. And you can, just like the seal, walk your hands as close in or as far out as is needed. But there's some compression in the low back, but not too much. Invite the facial muscles to relax. The legs and the buttocks and the breath returns if it has ventured off 
mindful, coherent breath. With the inhale, matching the exhale. Going length, going volume. Volume not only orally, but quantity of air moved. honor and respect for the knowledge and the practices that remove the obstacles to the full blossoming of our true nature. That rather than falling for our stressful thoughts, we witness the mind less and less vulnerable to its distractions. Instead, able to surrender again and again to the divine at our core. we come to taste the states of meditative absorption in the divine presence within. It's called samadhi. And we become settled, unperturbed. So let's settle down, rest the cheek, the right cheek this time on the backs of the hands. And then the left knee slides out, trying to get the knee towards the height of the hips. And you kick the shin out, so the foot comes the distance as the knee. Or pulling that in a little closer to modify.
yourself onto the back. Go set up for a saddle. Some of us drop deep down into the shape. Others prefer some support. You might like to sit up on a block or a pillow with the feet a little wider. You could recline back onto your couch or a chair a little bit of recline or set up some pillows behind you for support or perhaps come all the way down the head on the chairs nice in between supported shape as always with the yin practice we want to find some edge without pushing the boundaries. You could sit on your feet or between your feet, making sure that there is enough support to hold steady and breathe. In the yang form, we call this shape virasana, the hero's seat. being human is a guest house. Every morning a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness, some momentary awareness comes with an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all. Even if they are a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture, still 
treat each guest honorably. be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice. Meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whatever comes each has been sent as a guide from beyond. gentle down dog, feet hip width distance apart and heels slightly turning out, spreading the fingers wide and alternate between bending one knee and another to stretch out the legs, neutralize the body. slightly bent and the belly reaches the thighs to give a longer stretch through the back. Sing firmly into the knuckles and the fingertips. And then coming to your hand 
hands and knees again and we'll set up your legs up the wall or up the chair. are bent. Make sure the knees right over the hip. And if the legs up the wall, make sure the seat comes all the way against the wall. No distance between the wall and the self. Letting go gives us freedom. Freedom is the only condition for happiness. If in our heart we still cling to anything, anger, anxiety, possessions, we cannot be free.
duty as spiritual warriors is not to engage in conventional physical warfare, but to attack the violence by waging peace and compassion. Yes, we are called to war each day, and we have to determine what we've done on the battlefield. Did we act as cowards by hiding and allowing others to fight the battle? Do we stand by and watch millions, even billions, get wounded and meet devastation? The spiritual warriors' ranks are increasing, but not fast enough. increase our influence on this planet breath by breath thought by thought as we approach our final Shavasana choice to stay here with the legs up if you prefer or to mindfully move away from the support and come to a more traditional shavasana you can come into whatever shape is most comfortable for you today resting in whichever shape you've chosen breathe in a nice big inhale really deep really full keep breathing in and breathing in and breathing out and then exhale through the mouth let your body rest and absorb the practice
please begin to bring yourselves gently back into your space. share with you one closing um, quote. This is from Maya Angelou. She says, if you're not angry, you're either stone or you're too sick to be angry. You should be angry. I remind you, but you must not be bitter. Bitterness is like a cancer. It eats upon the host. It doesn't do anything to the object of its displeasure. So use that anger. You write it. You paint it, you dance it, you march it, you vote it. You do everything about it. You talk it. Never stop talking it. Thank you so much for showing up for yourself, for the world, for everyone in our little personal worlds that we're experiencing now. I really appreciate your association um, through this bizarre way. I'm always open to feedback, and I very much appreciate um, the donations that you so kindly make for class. Be well. Hope to see you again very soon.